What's going on, everybody? This is Codus with the Yolk Christian Podcast, and today I'm here alone again. That's okay, um, because Luke he has finals, you know, has to pass college, I guess. Jared he just got a bunch of brand new puppies. His dog is so he's trying to take care of all those dogs and everything. You know, he has a wife he has to take care of. He has like 50 jobs he has to do. So uh, the boys are busy. So today you're just getting Codus, and so we're going over Ecclesiastes seven. Um, pretty good book, I think. Um, not a whole lot to it, like it's a pretty quick chapter, but it's a powerful chapter. Um, so today I just want to start out by saying something quick. Um, God loves you guys, and I want to tell you, there is nothing you can do, like, to escape God's love. Like, you can sin every single day, and God will still love you. Like, God's love is just never-ending, and I absolutely love that. But, so to start out, we're going over Ecclesiastes 7, obviously, and so, it kind of starts off, uh, Solomon is saying a bunch of stuff, he's saying, a good reputation is more valuable than costly perfume, and so anyway, he pretty much gives like a bunch of analogies and stuff to start out, and I want to kind of go over some of them, some uh, important ones, so uh, Ecclesiastes 7, 9, it says, control your temper, for anger labels you a fool, which is very true, like if you're seeing someone angry, like say you're at work or you're at school, and this person starts getting mad, they start flipping out and everything, you're going to be like, okay, look at this guy, look at this loser, what is he doing? Like, there's no need to get mad. And so, when you see someone, like, flipping out or throwing a, te- a temper tantrum, you just be like, okay, they were kind of a fool. So, I think that's what Solomon's talking about here. He's saying, control your se- your temper for anger labels you a fool. You kind of just look dumb for getting mad sometimes. And then later he goes on to say, through 11 through 12, it says, wisdom is even better than you have money. Sorry, yeah, no, wisdom is even better when you have money. Both are a benefit as you go through life. Wisdom and money can get you almost anything, but only wisdom can save you. So let's break that down. He says wisdom and money, they're both great things to have. Like, they will both help you get through life. But wisdom and money, they they can get you anything but eternal life. So money, you can't buy eternal life. You can't buy your way into heaven. You can't get up uh, at the heaven gates and be like, yo, what's up, uh, Michael, you know, the, the angel? Be like, hey, man, here's here's 20 bucks. You know, let me in heaven. He's like, oh, yeah, sure. No, no, that's not how it works. Wisdom. It says, but only wisdom can save your life. And, you know, it starts to talk about in Psalms, too, I believe it is. No, maybe it's Proverbs. Um, but it talks about that, a uh, oh, what's it say? It says something about, oh, the the the. Fearing the Lord, ah, that, that's a whole different verse, never mind. But it talks about wisdom a lot. Wisdom is a very important thing to have, especially with biblical stuff. Alright, so now let's go back to 15 to or fifteen through 18. It says, I have seen many, th- I have seen everything in this meaningless life, including the death of good young people and the long life of wicked people. So, do not be too good or too wise. Why destroy yourself? On the other hand, don't be too wicked either. Don't be a fool. Why die before your time? And then it says, pay attention to these instructions. For anyone who fears God will avoid extreme boats. So, or sorry, both extremes. So let me kind of read the study portion and kind of what it means. It says, how can a person be too good or too righteous or too wise? This is a warning against religious pride, legalism, or false religiousness. Solomon was saying that some people become overly righteous or wise in their own eyes. They become doodly or sorry, de- deluded by their own religious acts. 
They are too rigid or narrow in their views that they lose their sensitivity to be true reason for being good. To honor God, balance is important. God created us to be people who seek His righteousness and goodness. Thus, we should avoid the extreme extremes of legalism and mortality. So, kind of take that how you want there. But don't be too righteous and too wise in your own eyes. Because a big thing is righteous pride. Like, biblical pride is such a big thing. I know me and Jared have talked about it a little bit. But, I mean, I personally will testify for myself. I've been caught of being too prideful in, in my religiousness. Like, oh, I, the Bible actually says this. You're wrong because the Bible says this. And, and so, we shouldn't be getting caught up with this big religious pride kind of thing. So, don't get too prideful in your religiousness and, and all that stuff. Um, yeah, so now in 20, it says not a single person. Oh, sorry, I, I kind of missed the part there. But 19, it says one wise person is stronger than 10,000 leading citizens of a town. Sorry, 10 leading citizens of a town, a town. So one smart person is pretty much. So think of it like this. One wise person is stronger than 10 people in the government. So think about it like that. So a wise person, honestly, Solomon talks about how only wisdom can save your life. And wisdom really can give you a lot. Like if you know stuff, you really can get by pretty easy. So it says one wise person is stronger than 10,000 people of the town or 10 people of the town. Number 20 or verse 20, it says not a single person on earth is always good and never sins, which is very true. God knew we were going to be sinners. He knew we were going to sin. He knew we were going to be imperfect. Hence why he sent Jesus. You know, Romans 5, 8 says that while we were still sinners, Christ still died for us. Like, it's crazy. You know, the, the story of the crucifixion and just God and Jesus and all of them. Like, Jesus really, like, he had so many chances to get out of the crucifixion. Satan offered him so many times. I mean, he, he could have, he, he was human, so he could have rebelled and ran away from God's will. He even said, Father, if it is in your will, let this, or if, Father, if it, is, if it is at all possible, let this cup pass for me. But if it's in your will, let this happen. Like, he was saying there, like, God, like, if there's any way, let me not die on this cross. But if it's in your will, Father, let it happen. Let me go up on that cross and die for, for people who mock me, people who make fun of me, people who, like, just, people who killed him, he died for them too. The Roman soldiers, he died for them. He died, it's crazy. Like, it, it really is just crazy. But anyway, no one's perfect. Everybody sins. That's just a straight fact. You can argue with me if you want, but nobody is perfect except Jesus, obviously. He was the only perfect man. And then no, 20 through 20, 21 through 25, and it says, uh, Don't eavesdrop on others. You may hear your servants curse you, for you know how often do you curse others. So pretty much, don't eavesdrop on people because you're going to hear something you don't want to hear. And then you're going to get all mad. But the thing is, you do that to other people. So it's kind of like, don't be a hypocrite. Like, because we all, we've all kind of like, oh, did you hear this about this person? And then, you know, so gossiping's bad pretty much right there. Um, let me look at my notes here. All right, so now where's it at here? Uh, I don't know where it is. Anyway, and it says, I have tried myself, or I have tried my best to let wisdom guide my thoughts and actions. I said to myself, I am determined to be wise, but it didn't work. 
Uh, wisdom is always distant and difficult to find. I search everywhere, determined to find wisdom and to understand the reason for things. I was determined to prove myself that wickedness is stupid and that foolishness is madness. So what he's saying here is Solomon is pretty much the wise man in the world. And he pretty much confesses how difficult it was to act and think wisely, you know. He uh, he emphasizes that no matter how much we know, there is always some mysteries that will never be understood. So, thinking you have enough wisdom is a sure sign that you don't. Because there's always something to learn. There's always something new to be discovered. So, Solomon, one of the smartest people ever, he's pretty much saying, like, you can never be, you, you know, you, you'll never know it all, you know. Um, and so... The next part, uh, 26, to kind of end it, I, I really like this one. Um, it says, I discover that a seductive woman is a trap more bitter than death. Her passion is a snare, and her soft hands are like chains. Those who are pleasing to God will escape her, but the sinners will be caught in her snare. So, let's break this down. Sin. Sin is a big thing as Christians. You know, we always hear about sin, this, and that. So, how do you get rid of sin, pretty much? Well... Get close to God and you'll be able... So, okay, let's kind of break this down a little more. So, I discovered that sin... Let's say sin. Not just not the seductive woman. Uh, I discovered that sin is a trap more bitter than death. Its passion is a snare and its soft hands are like chains. Those who are pleasing God will escape it, but sinners will be caught in it. So, if we're pleasing God and we're following God, it's going to be easy to get rid of those temptations. It's going to be easier to get rid of sin. Like, I don't know about you, but when I'm walking with God and I'm super close to God, ain't no sin pulling me down. I'm doing great. But the moment I stop, the moment that fire dies down, the moment I stop talking to God is when that sin slowly comes back. Kind of to wrap this up, 27, it says, This is my conclusion, says the teacher. I discovered this after looking at the matter from every possible angle. Though I have searched repeatedly, I have not found what I am looking for. Only one out of a thousand men is vigorous, but not one woman. But I did find this. God created people to be virtue, but they have each other to follow their down their own downward path. And I like that. So, but they have each other to follow their own downward path. Humans, like, we, we really can drag each other down. Like, you hang out with the wrong crowd and you're going to fall back into sin really easily. So you got to be careful on who you hang out with. But Solomon... Very wise man here talking about all of this wise kind of things here. All the wise little messages. Um, but thank you guys for listening. Uh, not much of a chapter, but it, there's a lot of little nuggets you can take out of. Um, so, one sec. Uh, my phone, there we go. Anyway, just want you all to know. I love you. God loves you. Luke loves you. Jared loves you. We all love you. We hope you guys have an amazing day, an amazing life, and everything. With that being said, Godspeed.